0: Get Booked listeners, welcome to the Hand cell, a new special, weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's hand cell is Maud's Line by Margaret Verbal. I'm gonna give a trigger warning for this title for harm to animals. Now, before I get into talking about today's hand cell, I want to give you a quick uh, you know, catch-up about what this episode is about, in case you've missed the last few. This should be the third one, I think, going up. Um, but the hand sell is going to be a weekly bonus edition of the podcast, where instead of answering your reading recommendation requests like we usually do on our Thursday show, we're just going to be recommending a book to you that we want to talk about. Um, if you're unfamiliar with book selling, a hand sell is what a bookseller does when they're working in their store, and they're selling you a book by hand. They hand it to you. They talk about it. They sell you the book that's a hand sell. Jen and I are both former independent booksellers. So we have a lot of practice doing this. One of the reasons why um, we were picked to, to host the Get Booked is because we have experience doing this. Um, but we kind of were wanting to scratch the itch of hand selling things that y'all don't necessarily ask for, that we don't get a lot of chances to recommend. Um, so that's what we're doing here on this show. So I'm going to get to talking about Mods Line by Margaret Verbal uh, as soon
1: as we hear from our first sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Rife" was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Kalyan Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode.
0: Okay, so let's talk about Maude's line. I picked this book, which came out in 2015 and was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize for... My one of my book clubs. I mean, a few book clubs. One of which uh, is hosted at the Broad, um, which is a women-only co-working space in the city where I live, Richmond, Virginia. And I run the book club for the Broad. I picked it because um, we hadn't read a lot of historical fiction in the book club up to that point, and I wanted to read something with some Indigenous and Native American representation. So this is the one I picked because I'm sure if you've listened to Get Book for a while, you've heard um, Jen talk about Margaret Rubble before, and I had never. Read her. So Margaret Verbal is an enrolled citizen of the Cherokee Nation in Oklahoma, and this book, Maud's Line, is set on her family's allotment land near Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. And the book is based on her family's story, particularly, I think it's her great-great grandmother. So it takes place in eastern Oklahoma in the late 1920s. It's about an 18-year-old woman named Maud who lives with her father and her brother in one of the allotments that were parceled out by the United States government to the Cherokees when their land was was stolen for Oklahoma's statehood. Maude lives in this, like, tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. Um, She is responsible for... You know, the kind of things that a rural woman in the 20s would be responsible for. She takes care of the animals. She does all the washing up. She's responsible for all the cooking. Her father is kind of useless. He drinks a lot. He spends, he gambles a lot, spends a lot of money. Her brother's a very sensitive man and um, is very, like, poetic and interested in reading and things like that. He also is very hardworking. Um, he's got uh, some mental illness that reveals itself throughout the book that Maude has to deal with. And so the book is just kind of about her day-to-day life and her family um, it's a really fascinating slice of life look at being a Native American woman in that time period, in that particular place, because her family is so disjointed and um, comes from, like, her, she, you know, she lives on this line, this allotment line next to several members of her family who also have their own parcels. Um, and a lot of her. More distant family members come from other tribes. Um, some of them speak their native languages. Some of them don't. Some of them were forced to go, um, you know, to schools where they, their native languages and traditions were beaten out of them. And so, some of her family is trying really hard to hang on to their Native American practices. You know, depending on which tribe they come from. Some of them are not. Some of them are just trying to like get a job and like have a good time and move to the big city, which is kind of what Maude wants to do. Like, she's not really interested in staying in town and being like what she calls like a a good Indian girl. She wants to marry somebody, have a nice life, have indoor plumbing. Like that's her big goal. And into town comes a uh traveling salesman who is white, who she kind of falls for. And they go off on this romance. Um, and then you're just kind of following what happens to this, like, 18-year-old girl in, you know, Oklahoma in the twenties. Uh, she has a romance with a, with a white man who comes from out of town. And so he's not just, like, looked upon with a little bit of suspicion by the people in her family. She's also, he's also looked upon with a little bit of suspicion by everyone in town because he's a newcomer and this is Oklahoma in the twenties and, like, who are you and where have you come from? Um, and I think the thing that I really loved about this book is that Maud is allowed to have any number of feelings and also she's not um this is not a book about like the struggle if you know what i mean like she is not here to fight injustice which i love books about any and all struggles and any and all fights against injustice but watching an 18 year old uh well girl we would think of as a girl now but you know at this time she was a woman totally re- ready to like get married and have kids watching her just want plumbing is like probably how i would feel you know and margaret verbal the author is not ignoring any of the injustices that were wrought upon her people in this time and she really deftly weaves historical lessons throughout the narrative but this is her family you know and so she's basing it on the life of a family member who did leave her allotment and moved to the big city and moved um like married a white man and had a family and a life outside of her native land and like what what is that like what would drive someone to do that it's an interesting psychological experiment like her brain Maude's brain is so fascinating there's a lot of questions of feminism and unwanted pregnancy and interracial relationships and interreligious relationships and um, like what does it take to be a quote unquote good you know member of whatever tradition or ethnicity or race that you belong to like what does that look like all so many questions wrapped up in this book which is really not that long it's fewer than 300 pages my book club had a great discussion about this about almost every aspect of this the heroine is really magnetic there's a lot of snakes I will say so if like you're not cool with snakes maybe maybe skip this one um because it is you know Oklahoma and apparently there are a lot of snakes in Oklahoma I didn't know that but if you are looking for your next book club pick or you just really love historical fiction or you know if you love just like a little house on the prairie but woker or like more historically accurate then this would probably be a good pick for you so go check that out that's maud's line by margaret verbal And we will talk to y'all on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us. If you do have a reading recommendation request that you want us to answer, email it to us at getbookedatbookright.com. You please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online. I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. And Jen is on Twitter at Jen IRL, Jen with two N's, and Instagram at I am Jen IRL. All right, have a great one.